Welcome back to your daily dose with Bob and Nick. It's Bob. When is the last time you heard some good news in the actual news? It seems increasingly rare, and it very often gets reported last and with the least genuine care and attention. In today's episode of The Dose, Nick and I talk about the power of good news and the challenges of bringing it to the world. We hope it will inspire you to find the good news wherever you are. Enjoy. I really actively have turned off the news and it's been super empowering. Just in, in a couple instances when I'm heading to a gig or I'm heading to Tai Chi and I hear the news, I'm curious. I want to know what's going on in the news, but I also don't because here's what I'm learning. My life is not enriched by knowing what's going on in the news and I'm not at risk of really not being able to do anything by missing the news. So the community paper, and I'm not plugging it by any means, but I thought this was interesting. <laughs> uh, even before I started there, uh, Debbie's tagline, Debbie Gunter, uh, who owns the paper, her tagline for the paper was good news happens here. Oh, I like that. Yeah. And so we're doing some t-shirts and some other stuff with that because I think that's, that's a, that's a critical element, but I didn't connect it. Like I get it, right? Like we're not going to talk about politics. We're not going to talk about controversial stuff. Although when we post some stuff to, uh, the uh, social media that we're covering, just in the general course of covering things, there's definitely some opinions about it, about yeah. it being popular or unpopular. But having said all that, I was listening to a podcast and somebody on there was talking about social media and cable news. And the goal of both those things with the algorithm, with the stories that they choose, et cetera, is they want to keep you locked in on those screens. In the case of cable news, the screen is in your house. They want to keep you in there in your house because the way they make the most money is by you consuming the most content. I never even considered that they want to yeah. keep you in your house. I just considered the eyeballs on the screens, right? But in order to do that, what do you have to though? Because you can be out. You can on be your out and about now. Stuff, so that yeah. I think that's more traditionally. But if you look at the content, like the yeah. reason they concentrate on crime and they say that you know. You're going to, I mean, I know people, I, I haven't, my aunt is afraid to leave her house yeah. and it's because of the type of content that she's consumed. Mm -hmm. um, so I think for social, it is more, the screen is more on your phone, but you know, they, it, it doesn't matter where you are with that. It doesn't matter because it's but the same goal. The good news happens here tagline to me also means that we don't want the community paper wants you to consume this content because obviously we still want to make money as well. But afterwards, we want you to go do stuff. We want to encourage you to do the things we're talking about yes. or to get involved in the things that we're talking about, not just comment about them online um, about, you know, I, this project got, did the old switcheroo. It seems like the city did like, I'm mad about it. Well, go talk to somebody about it. Like you're talking about to creating good news. I mean, it goes it goes beyond reporting on what's happening to wanting to affect what happens in the future. I think so. Yeah, I like I that. So. And I know that journalism technically isn't supposed to do that, Why but not? I think local journalism is. Well, the journalism is supposed to have a neutral approach to it, and you're not supposed to like say you should do this or you should do that. But I think any time we're curating what we choose to cover, you're doing that. Exactly, exactly. It's more subtle. You're not blatantly saying, although in recent years, I feel like the media has come more to just say it and put it out there in more direct terms. I I tend to believe that 
it's a fine line, but it's a line that can be stepped over when it comes to encouraging people to do good. And I, I think the um, good news happens here could be an empowering something. I like the concept yeah. of being on a t-shirt because that t-shirt goes wherever that person goes and for them to show up someplace with the message, good news happens here, uh, is it's kind of inspiring. It's positive. So it's, I have a version of like an early version of that t-shirt and it says that across the front and I will get comments on that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, love, I have a shirt that says, um, uh, live a great story. And I get comments on that. Right. And it's just because people want good things. Right. And that's exactly what you're saying is that they they want to see a message that resonates with them and they can relate to it. Yeah. I think it could be starting a revolution here or, or a movement of some kind. I think it's a rekindling of something that was already there. I okay. think local journalism was always a part of what we did. These sort of like small hyper local newspapers or eventually became websites and stuff like that. Um, I think it's always been there and I think it's just translating into different things. Mm -hmm. So for example, podcasting, we've talked a lot about like somebody will go out of their way to dig into one story and turn it into a podcast. And that's amazing that people will do that and, yeah. and dig in and find out that stuff. And that's what our local journalism, that's what local journalism has become. Yeah. If you, if you can find the audience and yeah. that's, the, that's the great challenge because you obviously have to use social media and such to promote what you're doing. Um, how is readership at the paper? Uh, really good. I think, um, you know, a lot of it is we're looking at what people are doing online. Right. Um, so we're getting more engagement on social media and we're getting more readers on the website and stuff like that. But I think it's also a matter of, and this is not to disparage something like the Sentinel, which I think is a hugely important component mm -hmm. in the ecosystem of local journalism, but we don't need that many readers. Like right. we're not trying to create a billion dollar company. Right. We want to get, we want to make this sustainable. We want to pay everybody a fair wage. But at the same time, like we're not answering to shareholders. We're not answering to a venture capital fund that unfortunately owns us and is trying to I, just get blood out of a stone. That seems more objective at its very base to me. Yeah. That, you know, and, and it seems more, more like uh, a, a part of government, if you will. Uh, or you know, or the you know the fifth estate. It's institutionalized. Right? It's a, or the or, fourth, or uh, fourth estate. Twelfth estate. Sixth. It's an estate. For it's sure. one of the estates. Hey, it's Nick. Thanks for listening. I could talk about local journalism and the importance of it all day because I do believe it's an incredibly important institution in our lives. But I'll save that for another dose, and just leave you with this request. Get involved with your local news outlets. It's super easy. Subscribe. There are so many free ways to stay connected. Share a story you think is important and ask us questions. Give us your feedback on what's relevant in your life. Okay, I'm off my soapbox. Yourcommunitypaper.com. Just saying. <laughs>